ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Formula One is back. I'm Matt from P1 with Matt and Tommy, the only F1 podcast you need to keep you up to date across the 2023 season. We'll be with you across every single race weekend with instant reaction to the biggest stories as soon as the chequered flag falls. So if you're a seasoned F1 veteran or you've just started watching Drive to Survive, we've got you covered. Search P1 with Matt and Tommy, hit that subscribe button and start listening now. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hi, I'm Lindsay. Nice to meet you. I'm Mark. What's your name? What's Mark. your last name? Mayor. Oh, nice. An easy one. Yeah. <laughs> Mike. Who are you? Jasmina. Jasmina. Yes. What's your name? My name is Steve Moy. My last name. Moy. Moy, M-O-Y. Oh, friends with my first name. Noy. No, yeah. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? I'm feeling better now that we've got some adults in the room. What do you mean? Now that we've got some adult supervision. Some oh, some professional counseling. Honestly, a little too late. A little too late. Episode 13. I, I would, didn't pay, I wouldn't pay them the full amount that they deserve. I would no. give them a pay cut because no. they do nothing. They do nothing. I don't like Elijah one, but I mean, he kind of said that DP didn't help. And she well, didn't, you oh, know why? Don't you dare, don't no, no, no. you dare take Elijah one side. I, I'm not taking Elijah one side. I think she helped them or she... Sh- shine some light today but where was she for the past 12 episodes right and that's where i take issue because the first thing i think that came out of dp's mouth or maybe it was pastor cow's mouth is like oh we've been watching and it's like if you've been watching you've been watching like us yeah <laughs> like we have no power over the couples because we watch it on tv so you saying that you do the same thing and you get paid Pay us. Yeah. You're just sitting there with your popcorn and glass of whiskey. Well, come on. You're supposed to be there to help. If these yeah. if these relationships continue to go south the way I think they are, the experts are at fault. Because that's the experiment is that we pair these couples up and then we help them through the process. I think, and I hate to say this, but overall, this is one of the worst seasons. You think in terms of success rate or in terms of entertainment? Uh, both. I think it was very entertaining up until the well, last couple episodes. I think it was very entertaining un- until we lost Chris and Alyssa. Yeah, I would say I could I could agree with that. But there was a few episodes after that I found entertaining. But overall, a little bit, a little bit. But it's that is the couples that they're not like big fights, but no one's gonna make it probably. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then on top of that. The experts are not there. I know. And so what are we watching? You're watching a bunch of chickens with their heads cut off. Yeah. Running around and there's no guidance. Absolutely. And don't get me wrong. I love maths. We've been watching maths for fun for years. <laughs> so it's not that I'm shitting on maths. I'm just shitting on this season because they don't do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Maths is all about, okay, we're going to pair you up, but we're going to guide you. 
And it'd be a whole other issue if you looked at these couples and they were killing it. And then the experts go, you know what? Let's not even get involved. Yeah. Let, don't fix it if it ain't broke. But you got Mark and Lindsay. That's broken. Broken. You got Katina and Elijah on that is demolished. You got Steve and Noy that have serious mm-hmm. issues. You have Jasmine and Michael that there's some issues underneath. A lot of issues. Uh, underneath the niceties. Yeah. So it's broke. Get in there and fix it. This is the episode where they tried to get in there and fix it, but maybe a little too little too it's late. It's too late. It's two weeks until decision day, basically. <sighs> and when Mark is complaining about, well, like, uh, this is not what I imagine. Pastor calls like, well, marriage is not always easy. And of course you didn't know what you're signing up for. You've never been married before. It's hard. You have to put a work in. Etc. Etc. You're telling him this two weeks before decision day. Yeah. After he went through <laughs> these craziness with Lindsay, and same for Lindsay. I think they both are at fault. She's absolutely nuts. I do feel bad for Marta Shark, but in the same time, like he needed some guidance. He was trying to guide himself a little bit. He's like, I'm gonna be calm. Yeah, he's looking I'm at gonna- Steve Jobs quotes on his wall. He's looking yeah. at anything to try. Could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine if there was like a knock at the door? It was Pastor Cal. He comes in. But there was another therapist there already. And they were like, I'm sorry. We had to call for outside help because we needed someone here and you weren't here. So we just looked in the yellow pages for a therapist and picked whoever we could find. I thought you were going to say there was a knock on the door and there was Steve Jobs. Well, he's rest in peace, Steve Jobs. But they're ghosts. True. And if anyone could think of a way to reincarnate themselves and come back, it would be SJ. Probably, yeah. Anyway, before we get too heated and too into it, a couple housekeeping things we got to do here. Follow us on social media. If you're not following us on social media, on Instagram primarily, at Married to Reality Pod. Good times over there. We got to get back to the memes. We sure do. It's been a couple crazy weeks, but we're going to get back to it. So make sure you're following at Married to Reality Pod. But without the memes, you can still message us, and you do. We love talking to you guys, so keep the messages coming. It's really Teresa talking to you guys. She won't let me anywhere near the messages. But he's always, he sneaks, and he looks. I sneak a look. But you I, always do. I, I'm not allowed. I've lost my communication privileges with our friends. No, you have not. But I it's haven't. funny because you have a different <laughs> communication style than me. Yeah, you just let it, you let it rip, and I love it. And that's why you're the social media president. Absolutely. Yeah, you yeah. you think too much. Yeah. I, you know, you know I, I worry about our friends. I don't want to say the wrong thing. And no, it's, it's you, just better if it's just better if you handle you it. You know what I do? I'm just being myself. Yeah. Like I'm not playing any persona or anything. You think I'm, I'm playing just, a persona? Well, sometimes when you overthink, you're trying to make yourself But that's better. my life. That's my life. <laughs> That's not yes. a persona. Yes, but it's still, I feel like sometimes you need to let loose. Okay. I'm going to try to let loose. I'm going to let loose on this pod. Not, not, okay? not entirely. I feel like you oh. still need the structure that oh, you boy. live by. Oh, boy. But I feel like sometimes I'm just very, like, nonchalant. All right, you're, not an, to, all right, you're acting like an expert. You, we when had one it episode. comes to certain things, I'm nonchalant. I do freak out over other stuff. We had so one episode I'm with, not perfect. with experts on it. Now you think you're an expert. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. An expert. 
I could Pastor fix T these over couple, here. I could fix these couples up. DT, Dr. T, PT, mm-hmm. Pastor T. Yeah, okay. Definitely Anyways. not pastor, but sure. Anyways, Teresa's giving out free advice on Instagram at Married Through Audi Pod. So <laughs> check it out over Just there. Just message me with your issues. <laughs> also, make sure you're following us wherever you're listening to the podcast Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. Doesn't matter. What matters is you're following the pod so you get all the episodes as soon as we drop them. It's super easy to follow the podcast. Just look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as DP's blazer because it's hot pink. Hot pink. DP's blazer or... Why did I just blank on Lindsay's blazer? Potato, potato. They were twins. Uh, Two in the pink. Twinsies. One in the... What? Um, Yes. So smash it like it is hot. And one last thing, if you haven't left a review, please do. We ask every time, but we have to because it is the fuel for this podcast. Those reviews, they Mm -hmm. fuel us. They fuel the podcast on the charts. So keep them coming. Please rate and review if you can. It means the world to us. Yes. All right. Let's get into this. Lucky 13. Unlucky 13 for a lot of these couples. Episode 13 is what I'm saying Mm, here. I I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Should we just... Start with this train wreck. Katina and Olajuwon. Start with this disaster. They're um, so they're grocery shopping. We learned it's the first time they've gone grocery shopping together. And what is this? Like week six? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? What are you, what have you been doing for the no, past? No, it must six? be at least like week thirteen. No. Try that again. This is an eight-week experiment. Oh. never mind oh yeah the first before it took them like five episodes to get married so yeah but it it counted down to you know 17 days left so that's two weeks change no it counted down to two weeks i think so this is week four or five and yeah they're finally going grocery shopping together Mm -hmm. so my guess is elijah has been sending katina out by herself to do the grocery shopping because we saw her in a previous episode grocery mm-hmm. shopping and he said it he's like katina's been shopping but this is one thing um i still need to guide her through because she's not <sighs> capable do you want me to rip all of my hair out this early in the podcast i hate him like he's such an asshole and it's just the worst part about elijah one is that when he talks about things like this like yeah i gotta guide her he says it in, in a way that he, he's not being a total dick about it. It's the, it's not even how he says things. It, it's what he says he thinks un, un, until he loses his shit. He thinks he's like a life coach. Yeah, but it's, oh, it's ridiculous. A, uh, she needs my guidance. Right. So that's what's happened here is she's gone probably every week to the grocery store, come home, and it's finally gotten to the point where he's like, you keep messing up. You keep bringing home the wrong things. Mm-hmm. And so I need to come and show you what we need in this house. Mm-hmm. And then when Katina keeps picking up random shit, it's like, get her like make a list. Well, yeah. I mean, they're having fun at the grocery store, but yeah, their, their shopping lists are completely different. I think he basically wants strawberries and whipped cream, things for the bedroom. And Katina wants lamb. I mean, does he? He does nothing in the bedroom. I know, but he, he pointed out like, he's like, oh, like some strawberries and so I think he was trying yeah. to make it a sexual experience. Yeah. Well, that's Isaac. You know, Isaac it's, still has I his honestly, shopping list. Now I'm even questioning if Isaac even exists. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was a figment in his imagination. 
he thought he was Isaac. Because the fact that they haven't banged yet? Well, he's trying to be good. Oh, too good. I think the Pass. only I think the only time <laughs> I have an alternate personality, like an alter ego, is when I try on clothes in the dressing room of like Zara. And it's like, and you put on different clothes. You're like, I could totally rock this because you have an alter ego in that scenario. And then you no. step out into the daylight and you're like, oh, that was, that was Jacques. No, in but there. You I'm actually, John. you do have an alter ego. Do I? And it's, yes. And yeah, I, I'm surprised you don't know it. Is it, it karaoke? <laughs> I was going to say, it comes out the second you touch a microphone. I'm touching a microphone right now. Yeah, you think you. this is an alter ego? You're like so out, like woo, like woo. <laughs> yeah, like John, before we start podcasting, he grabs the mic. He's like, woo, 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 let's do this. I get psyched up. And I'm up. like sitting here trying to prepare mentally. And John is like out of control. He's like dancing every single time before he podcast. He puts on this wild music. He's like, that's true. Let's let's shout out the big booty mix. The big booty mix. I mean, I listen to it Let's shout out the big booty mix. Two friends. Yeah. On Spotify. The big booty mix. And it's but just like a mashup. You do. And maybe it doesn't come out as much when we podcast, but when we karaoke or when you karaoke well, or or when you were doing a speech at a wedding, mm -hmm. you love that stuff. I like the mic. But you know what's funny? When it comes to you as a person, you're not an extrovert. Neither am I. No, not at all. But, but. When you touch a mic, yeah. you freaking, you get on the <laughs> stage, you pull people in to the point that people sometimes think that he works at the bar. At the karaoke bar. That he's the MC. I wasn't always this way. I used to, I think I've told our friends, I used to play in a band. I played in a band for several years and it started, I would just, you know, it was just the guitar player and I would kind of be in the back and play guitar. And then over the years, I got more and more comfortable that I was like, well, what, what else can I do? What else can I do? I've seen videos that you were like in the front and rapping. Yeah, that was years into <laughs> the band experience. I used to have to, I can't even tell you about the first show I ever played in front of people. I probably did five shots of Jaeger and drank like two beers and finally got on stage and was just comfortable enough to get through the songs. And then it got to the point where I could go on the stage without a drink and mm. grab the mic and do whatever. But it took time and I finally came into no, it. I and totally now I think that. it's like Pavlov. I think it's Pavlov now. I grab a mic and I go to that person. Yeah, it's an association. And yeah. I, I understand. Like the more you do something, the more you get used to something, the more you feel comfortable. Yeah. And I, I, I understand. But I'm just saying like that's almost like your alter ego. Like the second when you I disagree. It's not an alter ego, but a little bit. It's a it's a shade of my personality. It's not an alter ego. Okay, well, true. Okay. Anyways, we were talking about Katina and Elijah. Are we? Eh, <laughs> are we ever? Um, they settle on some ribs. They're gonna make ribs. Well, Katina's gonna try, gonna and Elijah doesn't think he can. She can do it. Right, because she's like, yeah, we'll just you know throw some seasoning, some salt and pepper, and Elijah's like, oh, really? Like, that's so fucked up because he's like, okay, so tell me how you're going to make it. Dude, she's going to look up a freaking recipe. Like, give her a break. Everything is a test with him, right? I'm surprised he didn't just let her do it and then go, nah, that's not how you do it. We're going to order takeout now. Yeah, it's it's a test. And Katina goes, one day we should do a cook-off and I can talk shit about your food. And it was a joke the way she said it, kind of. But look at what she's saying. She's saying... 
he always talks shit about my food. He always mm-hmm. talks shit about my cooking. One day I'll talk shit about yours. Yeah. Hopefully they won't even get there because she need she needs to break free from this crazy person. Yeah. And here's what I'm saying. We finally get this professional intervention. PC meets up with Katina, Pastor Cal, and Katina's like, yeah, so there's this dating app debacle. And Pastor Cal goes, oh, we keep informed. And that's where I go, you keep informed, then you should have intervened. Absolutely. And put a stop to this emotional abuse because what's been going on, and we only see the half of it, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they don't, well, who knows what they show. They might show us everything they have, but we know you have to think Elijah is not being his most assholian self on camera. He's, yeah. he's trying to be reserved. He's trying to be calm, cool, and collected on camera. So you can only imagine what's happening off camera. I guess. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know how much we actually see. And I don't know if they, I don't know, and I would love to know, how aware of the cameras are they? Oh, they're aware. They're aware, especially when after the dating app debacle, Katina and Elijah on freak out. And Katina takes her mic off and goes, okay, you want to see the real Katina? Mm. They're aware. They're not being their true authentic selves. Maybe when they get drunk, but when the camera's there, they're aware. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, you have to imagine the scenario they're in. It's not just like a hidden camera. There's someone holding a camera. There's a light set up. Someone yeah. had someone had to yell action at some point in the day. Cameras don't just start rolling themselves. Mm-hmm. So they're aware of what's going on and they're on their best behavior. So that's what I'm saying. When the cameras go away and it's just Katina and Elijah in that apartment, it's probably worse than we even see. Who knows? But yeah, Katina's kind of like repeating everything to PC. You know, not no sex yet and PC knows. Dirty PC. He's like, I was going to watch porn, but you guys are not giving me any. Jeez. <laughs> that's, that's, why like, that's why we're here, guys. We would have just sat on the couch and kept watching, but can you spice it up for us? We're getting kind of bored, too. The viewers are getting bored. We're a little bored, too. And Katina mentioned something about being dizzy. Oh, She's dick like, dizzy. Oh, that's what she said. She was like, when this sex is so good, the lust takes over. I mean. Well, she said she doesn't want to get dick dizzy. Why not? That, because then it's going to cloud her judgment. And then she's going to just fall in love with the D and not ah. with Elijah one. And that's, that's, I think, at least she's telling herself that because there hasn't been intimacy yet. She's going, mm-hmm. no, it's good that there hasn't been because I don't want to get dick dizzy. Yeah, it's an excuse because of there was nothing. And when she was talking about it, PC's like, well, tell me, but don't make me blush. Yeah. He's such a dirty pastor. Oh, yeah. Did you, I've never heard of this term, dick dizzy. Me neither. I, I, I don't know if that was like you're riding it up and down and getting spun around or you're just getting dizzy on the dick or what happens not to get into our sex life. But yeah, I'd never heard of this term before. So thank you, Katina, for educating us. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, PC's like, well... Do you know? Can you tell if there's any affection? And Katina says, well, sometimes I'm brushing my teeth and he smacks my butt. I mean, you do that too. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess that's affection. I wouldn't just do that to anyone. You better not. (laughs) But you can't just equate that to being intimate. That's no. like to me that's just fun. That's joking. It is fun, yeah. Right? That's like snapping a towel at your ass. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's not sexual. It is because it's your butt. But 
I do it more in a fun, playful way. Like, hey, it's it's a. You were just doing doing check Easter with a wrapping paper at Target. Oh, that's true. You're like smacking my butt with the whole roll. Yeah, and it, it wasn't <laughs> sexual. It's just more playful. Yeah. Right. So. I mean, I took it a little sexual. Oh, hello. Um, <laughs> nothing like Target to turn you on. I mean, who love who doesn't love Target? That's absolutely true. So, okay, then we have DP meeting up with Elijah on. They're at a brewery. They're at the brewery that Steve and Dr. Pepper are at. But it's sort of out of order here. Did you see that at this meeting, Dr. Pepper, DP, is drinking a beer and she's like, mm, no, 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 no. She was drinking a water with Elijah. She was drinking like a sour with Steve. Oh, okay. Because, oh, you're right. Because we were going out of order. Right, right, right. The first time we saw her yeah, at the brewery yeah, yeah. was with Steve. And I was going to say that she then switched to water so she could keep her head <laughs> clear. I was thinking... She was probably asking, like, do you guys have tequila or anything? If I'm going to sit down with Elijah, I need something stronger than this 6% sour. She went from, like, a sour to, okay, I'm a little dizzy. Not dig dizzy, just dizzy. <laughs> uh, let me get some water. Oh, my gosh, I'm getting drunk. So next time she's talking to Lindsay, let me get some coffee. She, went, she went through it, it all. She went from drinking a sour to talking to a sour. Who's sour? Elijah. Oh, yeah, so sour. So they're at this brewery. And Elijah on, who knows what he's drinking because he's like, yeah, things are going well. And mm-hmm. we have a, we have a lot in common. We care about each other. And he's like, she she was asking, well, what would you change or what what would you what would make it better? Right? What would you he's, improve? Yeah, he's like, well, nothing, nothing. Just keeping vulnerable, keeping herself. But it, and yes, he said that. Talking the, to Katina about the Katina. Yeah, the way he said it. Is alarming too because it's it's such this facade. It he's not is. even having a communication. He's going, uh, keep being you, Katina. Keep being like, who? She's not there. You're not talking to her. Why are you using this language? Yeah. Keep being you, Katina. Keep expressing who you are. It's like, huh? It's all prepared, and that's that's that it's bothers me on act. so many levels. Like, why why don't you just say, you know what? Maybe she could really learn how to cook. Just be truth true to yourself right yeah maybe we could communicate more maybe we could say something real right oh keep being keep opening up right Um, that's that's yeah that's not how you feel everything is not rainbows and butterflies Elijah. like you know it's not so be honest with the experts Mm -hmm. they're finally here to help you open up and be honest but he can't be vulnerable he wants to be he wants to put on this facade. He he has these alter egos, these these personalities that he used to protect himself, and he's just doing it again mm-hmm. here. And then he brings up the app, and he said, "Well, made me so upset." And DP's like, "You know what made me upset? How you talked to her about oh the app." And DP thinks that he talks down to her. Do I get stern? Do I get stern? Sure, call me Howard Stern. But do I talk down to her? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. He's such not. a sociopath. And again, guys, I don't know the exact definition, but if I have to like kind of make it up based on my memory from my psych classes, Uh-oh. this is it. I studied psychology for a little bit who before didn't? I dropped out. Yeah, who didn't? That's we true. All- <laughs> but I'm saying like we all trying have a minor to puzzle it all together is probably not the exact um, 
example and he might not even be, but this is what I picture. He's got a lot of... A, a psychopath or I think, sociopath, sociopath. I think he's got a lot of characteristics. Definitely yeah. the narcissism. Absolutely. Is there the, the separation from reality, mm -hmm. I think. A big separation. Is, is there, yeah. Um, so then Dr. Pepper comes at Elijah one even harder because he goes... I heard you told Katina she had no life skills and she was behind you in maturation. A, that's so rude. And B, what, what, what does it mean? She has no life skills because she doesn't cook you three course meals every single day. Mm -hmm. Is that, that her lack of life skills? <laughs> yeah. Like she was single before she met you. The fact that she was eating out all the time, that's fine. Some people do that. Some and she had a cook. food blog, apparently. Yeah, some people do that. Some people cook themselves, but it's totally fine. We did a lot of, even when we started dating, we were doing a lot of takeout. A, we lived in tiny apartments with tiny, basically non-existing kitchens, right? Mm -hmm. But still, you're like dating, you get to know each other. Like You just want to have fun. And if you don't have a significant other, you hang out with friends. Yeah. You like... Don't, don't talk to her about, like, right. don't talk about her in a way that she has no life skills. Yeah, no, for sure. And Elijah, when he hears this, he starts to lose his cool. He feels like he's being called out and says, well, if she really feels this way, she should, she should say no on decision day. Mm -hmm. Okay, we can't work it out. You're just going to, oh, she said something bad about you. So now... Yeah, just burn the whole thing down. How about trying to make it work? If you actually loved her, if you actually cared about her, how about hearing her, listening to her, and then trying to improve on that? But that's the thing. He doesn't love her. No, he doesn't. And he said it himself at the end of the episode. No, I know. And he went from, okay, well, if she feels this way, she should say no on, this, on decision day. Well, my heart beats for Katina. We have real conversations. Mm -hmm. Like he... What's the term when you're like disconnected from reality? Is that a term? Yeah. You like, yeah. Yeah. Like you don't know what's going on. You don't see the real thing. Yeah. No, he lives in his own world. Yeah. yeah. He should just stay there by himself. Yeah. The thing that made me scratch my head is when Dr. Pepper said, okay, if decision day was tomorrow, what would you say? And Elijah Ron goes, I don't want to give an answer. There's still too much time. But if she didn't want to be with me after decision day, I'd be hurt. So, I mean, there's two ways to take it. You'd be hurt. Your ego would be hurt. Maybe is what he's saying. My ego would be mm -hmm. hurt because someone's rejecting me. Or he's saying I'd be hurt because I like her. Maybe I'm starting to love her and I'd be hurt that she doesn't feel that way. And if that's the case, well, then make an effort. Mm -hmm. Do something to make her say yes on decision mm -hmm. day because you're not. Yeah, he's an a-hole. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of a-holes. Well, who's the a-hole here? I still love Mark, like Mark the shark. Mm-hmm. Wait, you think Mark's the a-hole? No, 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 no. You said who's the a-hole here. I was like, well. Yeah, but you were setting it up like, I still like Mark the shark, but. No, no, no. Okay, that's my bad. I like Mark the shark. I think Lindsay needs to take a class on how to be nice. Yes. Lindsay and how wants to, how to communicate because Ma Mark keeps bringing it up. They need to communicate. And she kind of keeps like saying like, no, 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 I need consistency. It all comes hand in hand. You will get the consistency 
if you can communicate about things. And I feel so bad for Mark because knowing myself, I could not deal with someone who doesn't know how to communicate. Luckily, you communicate better than me. I have to say, like, sometimes you I need do. to. Yeah, sometimes I feel like you need to calm me down in a way. Hmm. I do too sometimes when you say something I'm like, wait, 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 this is not, this is not right, right? But we can communicate. Yeah. And it's so, so, so important. I think I communicate. Why I don't think I'm a good communicator, which is the same reason I kind of think I am a good communicator is because I don't, <laughs> what? I don't just communicate to communicate. I'm not the type of guy who's just going to small talk you or talk about what I find to be like petty things or dumb things. Sure. In the beginning of a relationship, but now I'm more of a, let's talk about things that matter. I don't just want to waste my, but let's, you make it sound like we don't talk. We talk all the time. No, but about things that matter. True. I'll never just be like, Oh, did you hear that new song on the radio? Well, you sometimes say that. If I if I like, love it and want to you to booty makes truck seventeen right, because it's a big part of my life right now. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I'm trying to say is yeah, absolutely. We talk about things that matter. So okay, we're obviously talking about Lindsay and Mark here. We are. I'm just gonna add one thing, and you know, we both dated before, and I did go on a date where. The communication wasn't that, and it was a date number one, and it was the first and last date, right? Yeah. Just you can you can feel when the communication isn't right, when you cannot get there, that yeah. it's not gonna work. Well, there's there's that, but there's also do you want to work to get it there? Like I don't know. We did have good conversation since day one. Since day one, but there was also the desire to have more conversation. And I guess that comes out of having good conversation from day one. But I think people could be nervous on a first date. You could be a little closed off, a little guarded, but you have that feeling of like, I want to learn more about this person. I want to talk yes, yes, to this yes. person more. So you don't have to have the best conversation on your first date, but you want to have the excitement or the interest to have another conversation. I didn't mean conversation like a the topic. I meant the way people communicate, the communication mm. style. And you can tell. Like yeah. some people are assholes from the first minute you meet them. But again, it comes down to the person. I met you. I was attracted to you. Of course. I'm <laughs> <laughs> kidding. I, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I was interested in you. And that's why I, I'm not going to say I went out of my way to have the conversation. But I, I worked and said, okay, how do we keep this conversation going? What can I ask next? What can we talk about next? If I didn't find you attractive or I... Th- or you said something that turned me off, or I learned something about you that turned me off, I would be like, nah, okay, I'm done talking to you. Yeah. So it's because there was something that made me want to continue talking that I worked at the communication. Well, that's a good point. That's a good point. But bottom line here is, and we're going to move back to Mark and Lindsay in a second. Bottom line is that communication is so, 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 so important that I'm 100% behind Mark. Yeah. They need to learn or she needs to learn how not to yell immediately, how not to lose her cool. The through line here, the thing that the experts keep saying for all of these couples is communication. And it's ironic because these experts have not communicated with our couples. Very true. Right? You keep talking about how communication is so important. Well, then why don't you communicate with them, mm-hmm. experts? They should. They definitely should. And don't blame it at COVID or anything. Like you 
could have done this on Zoom. Do it on Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. But so we see Mark and Lindsay are at home and just you can hear the music and you know something's wrong. Well, you see them together, you know something's wrong. Oh, yeah. But the music, they're arguing, right? Classic. And it it should have been Jaws music. Dun, dun. Oh, yeah. Dun, dun. Because it's Mark the Shark. That was a shark. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was like snap into a Slim Jim or the Tootsie Pop it was Owl. was a shark biting a body. I thought it was how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? A one? A two? Well, it takes three. A one? A two? A three? I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> a three. You don't know the Tootsie Pop of the Owl? What, I don't know what a Tootsie is. Um, It's like an old school lollipop. It's got the Tootsie. You know what a Tootsie Roll is? No. You don't know what a Tootsie Roll is? It's Do I, I eat candy? No, but have you lived in America for 11 years? I have, but do I live it's a probably, healthy lifestyle and to, eat to, french fries <laughs> and ice cream once in a while? Yes. yes. To be fair with you, I probably haven't seen a Tootsie Roll in 11 years. I don't know where they went. But a Tootsie Pop was the round lollipop. It has a round top. I mean, every lollipop is round. It's about this big. It's about a half dollar size. Well, a little smaller. Different terrible flavors like grape and chocolate. And chocolate. The the famous commercial, one of the most famous commercials of all time, I feel like, is this cartoon owl in a tree. And the owl just goes, How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Because the center was the Tootsie Roll and you want to get there. And that's the idea. It's like, let's lick it and see how long it takes to get. He goes, a one, a two, a three. And then he just bites into it. <sighs> He wants Why to was to the, the owl foreign? I don't know, but he had a great accent. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was a wise, right? He had a British accent. He was oh. wise. I'll show it. I'll play it for uh, you. Uh, I mean, you said a three. A three. Sounds like an Eastern European owl. He goes, a three. And then, and then he goes, and he, he reiterates, a three after he does it. <laughs> he could only lick it three times before he bit into it, which is... I Anyways, follow. I follow. Anyways, what did you talk about? Mark the shark. And oh yeah, do, 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 mark do, the shark. Jaws. Okay, so Lindsay basically is just begging for communication. She feels at a loss. She feels drained. She feels like she needs consistency. That's what she's begging for. Mark needs healthy communication. She needs consistency. Right. Well, she goes, consistency is healthy communication. It comes hand in hand. Okay. Consistency is healthy communication. She feels like she's the one showing up for the marriage. Mm -hmm. You cannot be consistent without communicating. You cannot be consistent without communicating. You cannot communicate. Being consistent means you pay attention, you show up for the person, you do things together. Like you have your own little things. You go on date nights. Like I don't want to go too deep because there's so much that can be under the consistency umbrella, right? Yeah. But if you cannot communicate, you're not going to get there. You can't do anything without communication. Literally. It all takes communication. It's, Literally. It's why it is this overarching theme every week of you got to communicate. And here's the thing. And Mark says it. There are different communication styles. Mm-hmm. Just like there are different love languages, right? There are different communication styles. There are different languages in that. And Mark says this. We have our own communication styles, and they're very different. And Lindsay breaks down in tears. But they keep arguing. And 
it gets ugly to the point that Lindsay is crying and she's like, all I asked for was consistency. And Mark is losing it. He's like yelling in a way. He's like, I don't feel you communicate healthy. <laughs> you yell. You say you pack your stuff and leave all the time, but you never do. <laughs> and it's like, I feel so bad because if you think about it, they're arguing and yelling at each other and crying Talking about healthy communication. Right. And it's the opposite of what they're doing. Yeah. And there are some couples that love drama. Some. I could see Lindsay being the type of person that likes drama. Mark, not so much. No. I think she, I don't think she loves it, but I think she creates it. She definitely creates it. And she's aware of it. And I feel like she, deep down, she wishes things were just calm and nice and functional. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, you think everyone wants, to, I think even people who crave drama, I don't think they necessarily love when they're in the middle of the drama. Maybe they love the outcome when uh, they like I don't know. make makeup and things are better again or. Right. Like who loves arguing? We Well, we're not that type of couple, so I don't know, but everyone's different. I think there are some people who crave it. It makes them feel alive or it makes them feel... There's some people who go, oh, he hits me because he loves me. Okay, there are, there are twisted mindsets. Well, that's a whole different issue. It's Let's an, not it's even an go illness there. And it's sad, but there are some people who thrive in the chaos. Lindsay might be that type of person. I mean, she goes, I, I want positivity in the relationship, and I haven't seen that yet. Lindsay's the least positive person there is. She's shat on Mark's job. Shat on his small balls, shat on his apartment. Like she says she wants positivity. Mm -hmm. She's not that way at all. And she was like, do you want me to pack and leave? And Mark is like, I'm sorry. I'm not what you want. Like, no. (sighs) But in the same time, you can, you can see how he's so frustrated because he doesn't, I almost feel deep down, maybe he does want her to leave. Maybe not whatever, but just to calm down. But if he told her that. Yeah. She's going to lose her shit even more. I don't I don't think he's attracted to her. I don't think he is. I think he banged her out early mm-hmm. on. Okay, here's this, you know, she's a pretty girl. She's new. They were on a honeymoon. They're drinking. They had sex. But then, like I say on other podcasts of ours, once you have sex with someone, then you're kind of reality hits you in the face. Well, I kind of got it all. I had the sex. We're married. There's nothing really else here. And you start to see things for what they truly are. And he's, I don't think he's that into her. I think, and he said it before. He said, Lindsay's not his type. Doesn't mean that she's not, you know, good looking or anything. She's not the type he would normally go for. But I believe if her personality was golden, right. he would be attracted to her. He would be like, oh my gosh, like I have the best girl ever. She's pretty. She's awesome. I think... Her personality is such a turnoff yep. Yep. that he struggles with it. And I don't think it has anything to do with her looks. Did you catch this? There was a comment when they were arguing, going back and forth. And Lindsay said, Mark rather talk to his friends before bed than text me back. I missed it. Why would you text? I don't know if they're like sleeping in the same room. Mm. Maybe they're each in their own room in the apartment. Maybe, I mean, he's not, I guess he's not staying at his place because the thing has got bed bugs. But she said something like, oh, yeah, you can't even text me back or 
respond to me or something. And I was like, oh, well, I you, guys, you, guys, you guys are sleeping separately, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So then, okay, Mark meets up with PC and we get a sizzle reel of Lindsay just being a brat. It was a low light mm-hmm. reel. Because PC is like, I'm aware of Lindsay's delivery. Uh, yeah, you can, better be. We can work on, we can work on Lindsay's delivery. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this broke my heart because Mark is like, I don't understand why she gets so mean and just trying to hurt me because she does. Oh, she yeah. does the thing that some people do when you're, you're so mad that you're trying intentionally trying to hurt the person, bringing up things that have nothing to do with the argument. You just want to burn it all down. It's yeah. almost like I want to I want to ruin this so you can't hurt me. I'm going to hurt you before you can hurt me. Yes. This turns into some real therapy here. This was the, Oh yeah. This was the first maybe in the entire franchise. The first expert session where I go, "Oh shit, this is some real therapy." Cuz PC just comes out and goes, "This reminds this reminds you of your mom." Doesn't mm-hmm. it? Because no, he first asked him, he was like, what do you think it reminds you of? And he was like, my my parents. Mm, mm-hmm. And PC goes like, well, I think your mom in particular. And they go deep. And you know what's the craziest part? I actually, out of all the experts, I think that PC is the most capable and the most real because he does call people out on their, right. on their shit. I love it. I don't know why he wasn't it. He wasn't doing it more on this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because can- normally I'm like, yes, like do it. You're a pastor, but you can really tell people <laughs> to like, you are an asshole. And I love it. Yeah, he could have gone in there before things got to a point of no return. He almost waited till things were so bad. And now he's coming in yeah. with some decent advice. They flash back to the matchmaking meetings where Mark and Pastor Cal were talking. And Mark was talking about his mom being depressed and arguing and fighting with his dad. And so that's where PC really learned about Mark's Mm -hmm. family history and why this is a trigger for Mark. And PC asks, if you feel like caring for your mom, like if she was this way, if, if you are getting these feelings, well, you want to care for your mom, right? Why, why do you want to do that, but not care for Lindsay? And Mark says, well, because she did everything for me, mm. right? So there was there was good and bad, and that's why I feel love for my mom and want to care for my mom. And PC goes, "Are you scared of being your father?" And I'm like, "Shit, this is some therapy right here." I'm like, Out of we're, control. We are wild. like throw the throw the patient doctor confidentiality out the window. We are watching this. PC with the hard questions. Well, he's a pastor. So he can. He's, he's probably, well, Drew, he must be licensed in something. Licensed I think he's by licensed God. in God. Yeah. Ordained, God gave him a license. Ordained by the man upstairs. Yeah. And he asks, are you scared of being your dad? And Mark goes, I never, I've never been asked that. And so Pastor Kyle goes, well, Lindsay is not your mom. Very deep. Lindsay is not your mom. If you give her what she wants, which is just knowing that you're in it, You'll see a lot of the arguing subside. Yeah. And Mark wishes they were communicating better and he's crying. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But PC says, and this is, this is what I was talking about at the beginning where 
PC says, well, Mark, you have a very high expectations. Like marriage isn't perfect. Mm-hmm. This is arranged marriage in a way. I mean, you have to go into this process with a very open mind and you just need to work hard on your relationship. Yes, totally. But where have you been, PC? Yeah. Where have you been? You showed your face like what, twice mm-hmm. until now? Yeah. Like that's that's not what we want. Yeah, yeah. This this relationship, maybe there's still a chance, but it would have had a real chance if you provided this insight mm-hmm. and guidance three weeks ago. Yeah, totally. So then Lindsay's meeting DP. I think it's at the apartment complex. Yeah, yeah. Common room. Lindsay's like, making her a coffee because DP's like wasted from the sour. <laughs> DP always needs a drink in her hand. She's like out of control. Yeah. So they sit down. Lindsay's like, Mark is genuinely a nice man. I think he has good intent, but I'm seeing a pattern. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like what she said. No, I didn't like that she said it about Mark, but the sentence that she said that Mark is inconsistently inconsistent. No, consistently inconsistent. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a little tough on me. Consistently consistent. And it feels like whiplash. Yeah. Okay. Again, we don't see that, so it's hard to take her side on it. We 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 know he banged her out on the honeymoon and she loved that. And then we know he pulled out and he pulled away and she doesn't like pulled that. Pulled out. No pun intended. No, there was the pun intended there. Okay. <laughs> um but that's it. We didn't we had we really haven't seen the back and forth after that. Well, I think her saying that Mark is inconsistent means that he gets hot and cold, but I think him getting hot and cold is him trying to communicate, him trying to be point. excited about things. And Lindsay is not liking something. They get into arguments and he just shuts down, which I understand. Completely. It's like, I'm but trying yeah. and you're not accepting. So, yeah. So for Mark, it's like, I'm trying to communicate, but you're not meeting me there. For Lindsay, it's like, he's inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's... I a- mean, Who's the, the DP here? <laughs> Who's the DP? I think that's great insight. And yeah, Dr. Weber says, don't forecast. Don't say, oh, if you lose it, then it's gone forever. Just talk about the present. Live in the present. And Lindsay says, well, I feel like Mark pours his energy into everyone except for me. And I think that goes back to the comment you missed where it was like, you're texting your friends, but mm. you won't text me. Good night. And Dr. Pepper says like, the words you're using, they're coming across negative. You're saying he pours his energy into everyone else but me. That's a negative statement. Mm-hmm. You're framing this in a negative way. How else can you say that? And Lindsay brings up her mom and how that relationship was bad and how she suffers from that. And I can understand. I mean, sure, that you're- definitely affects you, especially if it happens when you're younger Totally, I get it. Nature and nurture, yeah, the real but influences. You on can people. also learn from your parents' mistake if your parents have done something that's damaging to you. But I think you do need an outside perspective. Perspective, thank you, to say it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, it's not always this way. Because when you grow up, if you're a young kid and that's all you know, you think that's all yeah. there is. So now you have this outside perspective saying, you know what? How else can we look at this? Can Let's ask questions. Ask Mark, what do you mean? Ask Mark, what do you want? Right? Mm-hmm. And DP says, instead of going to anger, 
go to sadness. It's okay to be sad. You don't mm-hmm. need to be angry. Soften up. Ask questions. Stop trying to change Mark's life and work on creating your life mm-hmm. together. And the next thing she says, I think, goes back to your point of Mark's trying and then maybe Lindsay doesn't accept it. And then so he pulls away and yeah. goes, I'm trying. DP goes, never refuse a bid. Never refuse a bid. Don't shut positivity down. And I think that's probably really important for Lindsay. When Mark makes that effort, accept it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not the effort you wanted. Maybe he's not doing exactly what you thought he would. But if it's good intentions, if if the intention is right, accept it. Mm-hmm. Don't refuse it. Yeah, no, totally. I'm just going to loop in a little outfit this segment because I love Lindsay's shoes. Oh, I, I missed them. I was, I was blinded like by the thing- pink. Thicker heel at the bottom, it gets skinnier. It's kind of popular now. I saw it, I think it was the Nine West or Aldo. It looks very similar. I almost feel like it was the pair. Okay. But, I mean, nice shoes, Lindsay. Do you, want our, do you want our friends to send you links to them? Because, guys, I do, I do peep on the messages, and you came to Teresa's rescue, and you sent her Sean's dress from the tell-all. I mean... Kind of to the rescue because I am not <laughs> spending six hundred dollars. Yeah, if you could find a used version on the real real or something, send it. Or a knockoff. We don't I'll need think to be, a knockoff. We can't be spending six hundred dollars on dresses. But thank you no. for finding it. You guys were great. Yeah, you I, guys detected. How did you even find it? I I seriously tried. Yeah. I seriously well, tried, but I, I failed. Leave it to so our So thank friends. you for all the detectives who sent it because I was like, yes. And then I saw the prize. I was like, ah. <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> but thank you. Um, okay. So then DP leaves Lindsay with three questions for Mark. What do you think love is now? Can you define an emotional connection? And can you walk away from a disagreement before it gets too ugly or heated? So that's what Dr. Pepper wants Lindsay to ask Mark. Mm -hmm. So we get Mark and Lindsay. They're at home. Lindsay's cooking. Did you catch her wiping her nose with the hand she was cooking with? No, but she wasn't (sighs) cooking. She was just eating some weird chicken. Well, she she had prepared it. What what is it? She called it something. I don't know. Chicken a la snot. She was cooking and wiping her nose. Yeah, and like eating with hands. And Mark looked at it like Shark looks at a a piece of salad. It's like, ew. (laughs) Like, what is that? Like, ew. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So they sit down. They're talking about the meetings they had with the experts. And Mark says, Pastor Cal brought to the surface some things I didn't realize. And he brought up how Pastor Cal acknowledged the mother-father dynamic Mm -hmm. that's going on and how it struck an emotional chord with Mark. And Mark's getting emotional and Lindsay's like, you know what? I don't ever want to see him hurt. Mm -hmm. And it almost, this moment, I almost feel like it brought them closer in a way. Yeah, well, I think Mark getting emotional shows Lindsay that he cares. And Mm -hmm. that's all Lindsay, well, Lindsay wants to get banged, let's be honest. But the other thing, because I think... I think sex for Lindsay is validation and Mm -hmm. shows that Mark likes her. But so what Lindsay really wants is to see that Mark cares. And by Mark getting emotional, it shows that he cares. Mm -hmm. And she asks him the three questions and she likes his answer. And at the end, Mark says, if I didn't see good enough in you, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah. And they hug and Lindsay's happy with his answers and with his love. And okay, well, try to remember this moment mm. because 
you're probably going to snap at each other mm-hmm. within the next 24 hours. Oh, but, yeah. But if you think of it, there is a way for you to slow down and communicate like normal people. Yeah. You can do it. It's just when you are in the middle of something or I don't even know how to explain it, but it's almost like when other th- things are going on, like you come home from work, Mark is not working and all these cameras and 500 other things are going on. You're not capable of just slowing down and having that nice conversation, right? Mm-hmm. But they actually can. Like This was the proof. Yeah, I think a good piece of advice for anyone is just to take a second, mm-hmm. pause. Before you say something or do something, just pause. Everyone is so reactionary. Mm-hmm. We're so quick to say something or so quick to judge someone. Just pause. Think for a second. It's it's the same thing, but on a shorter timeline. Like if you're really angry, you want to quit your job, you want to break up with your girlfriend or whatever, go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Wake up the next morning. Sleep on it, right? Think think about it with a with a fresh mind. That's very true. And you're probably going to think differently. Maybe not completely, Maybe. but Maybe. you're not going to be so extreme in your yeah. action. So on a micro level, just take a pause before you say something. Take a pause. Take a shower. Go for a run. And speaking of taking a pause, you see how I did that? Ah, that was pretty good. I kind of ruined it for you. I know, you. but I'm not going to not gonna get too upset with you. I'm going to take a pause. <laughs> <laughs> see how I brought it back? See how I brought it back? I'm going to take a pause. We're going to take a pause. And we'll be right back. And we're back. We are back. Back, back again. again. What song? Oh, it's Eminem. Eminem. That's on the Big Booty Mix, I think. Oh yeah, everything's, everything's on the big, big booty That's mix. the greatest thing about the, the big booty mix. The office is on the big booty the big, mix. <laughs> yeah. Shove it up your butt. Yeah, everything's <laughs> on. Check out the big booty mix. Okay. Noi and Steve. Noi and Steve. Noi's meeting with Pastor Cal first. They're, um, Noi and Pastor Cal are almost recreating Noi and Steve's one month anniversary date because they're sitting on a concrete block in front of the water. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pastor Cal's like, this is what it could be like with a man who has a job. (laughs) Um, So Pastor Pastor Cal brings up social media saying it can cause a lot of issues in a marriage. It can cause a lot of issues in life, social media mm-hmm. can, if we're well, going to be honest. Noi's biggest issue are finances. Mm-hmm. Noi needs to know if Steve can provide for her, if he can get a job. Can you get a job? How are you going to provide for our kids? That's what she wants to know. Yeah. And they keep talking about literally social media and the job. Like social media is her problem. Yeah. The job, that's his problem in yeah. her eyes. And here we go. PC basically in so many words says communicate. Mm -hmm. PC says, Steve needs to know that having a job is a need of yours, not a want. It's a need and and you need this to feel secure. And he suggests a way to ask Steve about money, not just like, why don't you get a job? Like, say, how are you going to make sure I feel financially secured? And now he goes like, exactly like that. Yeah. Well, the, the shocking thing is we learned Noi never asked Steve if he would get a job. They kind of, she didn't communicate. She was doing a poor job mm-hmm. communicating. She never said, hey, will you get a job? Are you going to get a job? That never came up. 
And so PC, shocked by this, just as we are, says, we'll talk to him and just say, how are you going to make me feel financially secure? Mm-hmm. So then we get Steve meeting with Dr. Pepper. And, okay. DP! I want to say that Noy and, and PC looked like they were celebrating the one-month anniversary. Steve and DP definitely looked like they were on a date at a brewery. Like, the two of them just walking with drinks. I was like, are you guys on a I mean, DP is probably wasted. DP getting let's, down. Let's get a party started. DP getting down on that sour. Yeah. So... Steve, of course, brings up the social media, doesn't like how noise posting everything on social media. Which, who, I would be so pissed if you so if you pissed. were posting social media like, oh, my God. So went to the store and like Teresa didn't even clean the house. I'm over this. I would be like, you know what? I'm over not, this. But it's not even that overt. It's such passive aggressive posts like the minute you think you deserve oh, better. Yeah. You know, it's like so passive aggressive. Just come talk to me. And Steve says, it's creating unease inside of me, especially because she's done it more than once. And after the first time, I asked her not to do it, and she continues to do it. Mm-hmm. So now it's like two strikes. Not only are you doing it, you're doing it after I asked you not to do it. Yeah, and DP says, well, we need to figure out how to make her less afraid to talk to you mm-hmm. instead of going to social media, which that's that's weird to me. Why would she be afraid talking to him, and then she's going to post it on social media for him yeah. to see. Don't forget you live together. It's not <sighs> even like, oh, you're like breaking up your boyfriend, kind of like try, kind of trying to fix it, and you don't live together, you don't see each other, but you're trying to like show, right, something. Yeah. And you know, or even like- It's immature. Oh, it's yeah, so immature. Yeah, it, it's very immature, and we'll, yeah. And we'll talk about immaturity when we get to knowing Steve having a conversation about this because it's the most immature- Noise ever acted. I don't know if that's noisy. I don't know if that's her alter ego coming out, but it was so immature. We'll get to it in a second. Before DP brings up the the fact that Steve not having a job that may be causing Noi some fear and some concern, and maybe that's giving her pause when it comes to feeling stable. And maybe that's why she's posting these things. And so Dr. Pepper says, Steve, just be open and honest with your plans for the future. Be open and honest with your finances and then see how she feels. Mm-hmm. Again, communication, honesty, transparency, right? It's all the same. Be be open, communicate, be honest. And once again, request that she doesn't go to social media or other people to vent her anger. She should come to you. Yeah. And Steve wants to create the environment where she's not afraid to talk to him, which, yes, I mean, a wife should not be afraid to talk to her husband, Instead of going to social media. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a luxury. I think a lot of people are nervous to communicate with their partners about real things. Really? I think so. I think it's silly. I feel like if well, you... you say that, you're coming from a place of privilege that we're in a very good, stable relationship. 50% of relationships end in divorce or marriages end in divorce. So I think you get to a point where you you feel nervous to talk about it. You don't want to start another fight. If I bring this up, it's just going to be another fight. I mean, you're right. Okay. You're right. Who's the expert now? Look at you. Teresa. Look at you. You're <laughs> DP number two. I'm PC. You're DP. Look at us together. Coming to the rescue. <laughs> okay. So then we get Steve and Noe back at the apartment and they're talking about their meetings. And Steve brings up the most recent social media post and how it upset him. And Noe's like, uh, what social media post? What do you, what do you mean? 
And Steve's like, look, I just want to know why is it so important for you to broadcast to the world when we're in distress? If we're having issues, why is it so important that you let everyone know? Especially because you're in your mid-30s. Get a life. <laughs> well, <then laughs> no, he goes, well, that post wasn't directed towards you. wasn't really directed towards you. Well, Steve doesn't buy it. He's what? Like, he's like, let's, let's be honest right here, right? Uh, yeah. So you're married to me. People are going to think it's about me. Of course. And it was about him. What would we? Well, she goes, well, it's not about you. But sometimes I do feel that way. It's like, wait, oh, 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 come on, Noi. We're not dumb. We're yeah, not Yeah, that's what I'm here. saying. Like, it was about him and Noi's like, well, I mean, I understand that you're a little upset over this, but it's my social media. <sighs> it's like, okay. That's where I, that's where I if lost my shit. If you start separating like, oh, it's my social media, it's my apartment, it's my dog, then it's your life and you should just move on. Very true. This is... This is an hour situation now. We're married. This is an hour. And I know it takes time to de- to go from me to we. Mm-hmm. Definitely takes time. Definitely takes... I feel like it happens naturally. I don't know where we got to that point. It just started happening. I think once we started hanging out more... It's an unconscious decision. Abs- yeah, totally. But this process is so... St- like it's a relationship on speed, right? Yeah. So there should be thinking this way. Mm. They are married. So at this point, she shouldn't be thinking like me, me, me. She should be thinking like we, we, we. How can we do things? How can we fix things? How can we make things better? Especially after Steve asked, please don't post stuff like that. It's, you know, like yeah. I'll give her a pass the first time she did it. I personally won't, but in general, sure, I'll, gi- I'll give you the pass the first time. But when someone asks you to do or to not do something, don't do it. And then just be like, but it's my social media. Yeah. It's mine. It's such a six-year-old mentality. Like, I'm not going to share my toy. It's mine. Mm-hmm. Come on. And Steve no is way. like, wait, so you don't agree with PC about a social media thing? Yeah. And she's like, I'm my own person. Um... I am my own person. You are your own person. But, and I'm sorry, guys, I always talk about us, but that's the only example I know. I know, I know well enough so I can use it, right? I am my own person too, but in the same time, we are a couple, right? Yeah. So her saying, I am my own person. I can do whatever I want. You can be your own person while being in a good relationship. Agreed. And here's where it goes too far. The couples that have a shared social media account, that's just as concerning. Guys, yeah. keep your own social media. When you have that couple account, nah, that, yeah, that, that's, that's a little that's creepy. Silly, that's a little creepy too. Yeah. I mean, there is a fine line for everything. Yeah. But again, communication, open, honest. Uh, communication is the key. I mean, Steve says, I feel like we're not on the same team. And he asks, I want to know what, what more do you deserve or what more can I do? What can somebody do? And Noy says, I need a partner who can show me they're financially secure. Like it all comes down to money. And mm-hmm. don't get me wrong here. I can understand if she's coming from, you know, tough, difficult childhood where they didn't have money. They lived in refugee camps. Her parents had to really, really, really work hard and she saw it firsthand. Yeah. I understand, right? But the way she approaches it is not right. Well... It's not. Her her actions are not the best. 
but I don't even know if it's money. Again, it's communication. Have they really had a conversation about finances? They haven't. Right. So then it's not even the money because they don't know what the money situation is. It's the fact that they haven't talked about it that's mm-hmm. causing the problems. I think her problem, it's not even like, oh, he's not making enough money. Her problem is that he doesn't have a job. Well, her problem is she doesn't know what's going on with yeah. his finances. I mean, I can understand how talking about finances can be tough, especially with a stranger yeah. in a way. Yeah, they're still, come on, let's, they're yeah. strangers. And, but they have to do it. But you have to. If you want to invest in this experiment and this process, you have to talk about it. And so they do talk about it. <laughs> but she, do they though? Not really, but Noy says it. She's like, I'm nervous about this conversation. They don't, yeah, they don't talk dollars and cents. This, this was the scene in the office where Oscar made a PowerPoint presentation for Michael Scott. And Michael's just like, oh, that's amazing. How you, this is incredible how you did this. How you put my name at the top. <laughs> right. This, this was a, I don't know. Was it a spreadsheet? Was it a PowerPoint? Steve it made was something. You're a presentation tool. <laughs> Steve mm-hmm. made something, right? <laughs> and it didn't have dollars on it, I don't think, that they showed us. There was one, no. I forget who, Jose had like the whiteboard in oh his- Oh my gosh, And you Jose could see like, oh, he's got like 7,000 in savings and spends yeah, well, this- well, that's excessive. But that's what needed to happen. Yeah. This was nothing. No. They literally said nothing. Basically, all that came out of it in financial terms was noise saying, I think we should have individual accounts and then shared accounts for shared expenses. Agreed. Which we we subscribe to and, and we think that's smart. And Steve is on board with that and then asks, okay, do I need to work full time for you to feel secure? Because he's like, I could get a full time job, but what if... I can make more money by doing whatever I'm doing. Yeah. Then we start to get into hypotheticals, which ah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. We can't have a conversation with hypotheticals and we can't have a conversation without facts. And that's what us having a conversation about mm-hmm. them is. That's what them having a conversation about them is because no one knows the facts. No one knows. Does Steve work part-time, full-time, freelance? Does he freelance? Yeah. Does because- he have a million in the bank? Does mm-hmm. he have $5 in the bank? How can you have a discussion if you don't even have the same set of facts. You cannot. But even if, let's say you are a freelancer, it's tough. You need to chase your job. You need to chase your work. You need to chase your clients, right? But at the end, once you build your clientele, you get consistency. You should get more or less a consistent income that might differ here and there, right? But if you are capable of chasing clients, maybe cooperating with Let's say he wants to be a designer. So with design agencies, right? Yeah. He can make the money and he can show her like, hey, like I have a pretty steady income, right? But he's not doing any of it. So what is he doing? He's dreaming. Yeah, well. He he doesn't want anything to get in the way of his dreams, Teresa. (laughs) Well, he goes, option one, we both work full time. I'm not opposed to that. It's option one. It may not be necessary. If I can make more money working part time, well, then maybe option one doesn't make sense. Um, I have done some entrepreneurial ventures before, and so that's a possibility if, if you're comfortable. Maybe option two, another possibility, take time for yourself. 
Why do either of us have to work? Why can't we both dream? Imagine the imagine we put our heads together, the type of dreams we could come up with if we were both full-time dreamers. Imagine that. Enjoy, appreciate the last moment of not having commitments. Neither of us. Well, what? this conversation got very scary. <laughs> it's like the the conversation needs to be Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. Show me the money. Show me your bank account. Mm-hmm. How much do you have? Because if you got she said 40,000. On after party a couple weeks ago, she said 40,000. Show her the money. Well, he said if on this week's after party, he said if that's what she's worried about, she's all set. But Maybe still, he that's has more still money. cloaked. That is still not being transparent. True. Show me the money. If you got 100K, let me know. If you got 500K, let me know. If you got more, what are you doing on this yeah, show? 45K. Oh, if you got 45K, you're still good. If you got 35K, we got a problem. You better get out there and work. But show her the money. And this whole conversation could potentially just go away and you could just dream. Mm-hmm. So just be, communicate, please. Communicate. Then they talk kids a little bit. Noi says she wants to have her first child in the next year and wants to know what Steve was thinking. And Steve's like, I'm definitely comfortable with that. Well, what? So it went from... Dirty money to dirty diapers. Right. <laughs> because he's like, well, we can change the diapers 50-50. So forget the money. Money's forgotten. forgotten. Now let's talk babies, right? Yeah. Uh, and no, he's like, no, you, whoever smells it first is mm-hmm. going to change it. Yeah. Which, that's how it should be, I think. That's a good approach, right? In yeah. the middle of the night, I mean, you should probably be switching. Like you go this time, I go next time, just yep. so we both can get some sleep because... The kid's going to be our mutual kid, right? Yeah. But that's what it ended. And it literally went from money to babies very, very quickly. And they solved nothing. So nothing is solved. Nothing. So the whole money conversation, literally, the only thing they probably figured out was that, okay, we're going to keep our separate accounts, but have one for bills. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Nothing was solved once again. All right. Then we had our last couple. Jasmina and Michael. Michael's meeting up with Pastor Cal and Michael says, things have been a roller coaster, but progress has been made. And he says, at first I didn't feel a connection. I was just doing things because that's what husbands do. But now I'm at the point where I'm doing things because I like to do them and I like Jasmina. Mm-hmm. And PC's like, that right there. That's it. I want you to see that. The work you put in and the feelings that came out of it, don't forget it, that right there. Mm-hmm. He, he goes, the same things will happen with Jasmina. And I guess it's true. Okay. So we're going to have to have a conversation about this because Pastor Kyle goes, I think Jasmina wants to be touched. And he, that, it's so bold. I, I love the boldness, PC, but like. You, as bold as his heart. No, that's bald. <laughs> oh, I'm wait, saying he's being bold. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, English lesson, the segment. Wait, Shall so we do this? What's the American Eagle? That's a bald, but it's also a very bold bird. So I could see why you're confused. <laughs> wait, so. It's a the, bald eagle. but The, the American no. Eagle is a bald? He is. I would never say that that eagle is not bold, but we're referring to his head. He is bald. But I see, oh. why, I see why you're confused. Wait, he has some hair on his head. He's got hair and he's also got oh, a lot like of boldness. Feathers, he's whatever. got a lot of boldness. Yeah, I, I thought it was the bold American eagle. He's so bold. Bald, B-A-L-D. Yeah, well, I thought it was B-O-L-D. 
I I understand completely why you would be confused about. I'm this. now like I don't want to act on it, but my mind is like blowing. But <laughs> forget how bald or bold this eagle is. <laughs> Not even close to being as bold as one man telling another man that a woman wants to be touched and he knows it. Not in, the, not in the 21st century. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think that see. should ever fly. And I'm not some woke kook like who would be like, yeah, whatever. But like consensual is a good thing. Consensual, consensual is usually a good thing. I mean, is PC trying to get canceled? <laughs> He's trying to get Michael canceled, I feel like. He's like, yeah, I think she wants to be touched. Uh, you know, what would happen if he tried to give her a little touch? It's like, it's like he's some creepy uncle all of a sudden. Uh, hey, give her a touch. Let me know how it goes. I'll give her a touch if you don't want to give her a touch. And we learn Michael used to kiss Jasmine a good night. They would kiss each other good night. And he did it because Jasmine felt like they need, or Jasmina would do it because she felt like she needed to as yeah, a wife. Yeah, out of obligation. Yeah. And it stopped because Michael learned this. And PC, once again, is like, wrong move. Now, when she doesn't want to kiss, you keep kissing. Don't take no for an answer. <laughs> it's like, it gets thrown into something bigger. <laughs> it goes, like, what are we doing here, PC? And, and he goes, and I see the logic. I see the, the chain of logic here. He's like, you just said you originally did things because you felt the need to do them and you ended up liking them. Well, maybe if she just kept kissing you, she would end up liking it. Which is true if she kept doing it herself. He stopped. <sighs> See, I don't know because, okay, there, there is being forced to do something you're not open to like adopting a dog per se. And I'm not speaking on myself. Well, I do want to get a dog one day. But I could see I could see couples where one partner wants a dog, the other one doesn't, and they're like, fine, we'll just get a dog. And you end up loving the dog. I get that. That, that makes, was my parents. That makes and sense. And now my to dad me. cannot live without dogs. That makes sense to me. But like kissing someone you don't want to kiss, I don't think you're gonna eventually enjoy kissing them just because you keep doing it. Mm. Right? I mean, yes. Yes and no. Like some couples can turn into the OG mass couple, Jamie and what's uh, his face? Doug. Yeah. Yeah. But That's good. That's a good point. Yeah, but not everyone. Like it can get cringy. You might end up doing the opposite, like getting really like, ew, like I don't want him to touch me at all. But right. ugh, sometimes we have to do the obligatory kiss. Sometimes it's something else that will lead to the affection. It's not don't force affection yes. to get affection. Maybe force something else like Like what? Um, special alone time, but I don't mean that in sexual mm. way. Like, okay, you both like hiking, go on hikes alone okay. or go for a picnic and have some rosé and maybe that forcing oh, that, like that, forcing that stuff will lead to intimacy, but to force the intimacy so that there's intimacy seems like all sorts of hashtag mm-hmm, me too's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Totally. And then Jasmina's talking to DP. Yeah. And DP's like, so what worries you? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And Jasmina doesn't know, her issue with Michael is that she doesn't know enough about his past. And apparently that's why he is who he is, but she doesn't know it. Well, okay. Michael did open up about his past. He did, but I feel like she wants more she in wants a way. More. I think it comes from all the lying about, I've never lived with a, with right. a woman and he has like 59 roommates, <laughs> female roommates. He lives in a brothel, basically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. 
Well, okay. So Jasmina goes, I need to know these things. I can't be married to a stranger. That's the that's the subject of the show. That's the tagline. That's the idea of the show, right? So she's like, not me. at this point. I feel like at this point they should know each other. Like they should I they guess. should have tried real hard during those first five weeks. Yeah. Okay. Well, so then we get Dr. Pepper basically saying the same thing as PC. I guess they teamed up on this one because Jasmina goes, I'm a sexual person. I just don't feel the connection. Mm -hmm. And DP is like, well, initiate some more touch. But the way DP does it, at least, isn't going to get anyone canceled. She's like, hold hands, sit next to each other. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that I could that I could subscribe to. Um, and she goes, if you withhold those moments of affection, he'll think they don't exist at all. True. Which, which I agree with. Mm -hmm. So then we get Jasmine and Michael meeting up after their meetings. And Jasmine brings up the trust topic. And Michael says, what would make you trust me? What would make me trust? What would make you trust me more is you being vulnerable with me. Sorry. He wants vulnerability, right? Mm -hmm. He wants vulnerability. And Jasmina says, well, if I'm going to be vulnerable... I need you to be there communicating. Mm -hmm. And then Mike is asking, what do you think? Do you think that chemistry can be built over time? And it was one of Jasmina's questions. So mm -hmm. she's like, yeah, oh my gosh, twinsies, uh -huh. jinx. And she said that she has feelings for Mike. And she does think that physical affection can be built over time. But I think that maybe, but you need the connection you need to feel something yeah to even think that you can build something deeper over time mm -hmm. because that right now she says i'm attracted to my guy i have feelings for him but does she because then I she says so. exactly because then she says well you know i don't feel it. i don't vibe if we don't touch if we don't sleep together nothing so I don't think she does. I think she sees him as a nice friend. Uh-huh. I know. They're, but they're friend I think zoned. he's in the friend zone. They're friend deep. Zoned. Yeah. Deep. Yeah, not the fuck zone like Debbie from Single Life. The friend zone. Yeah. But they're both willing. They both seem like they're still in it and willing to try, which is really what it takes. They're like the Chicago couple. The guy was from like the mm -hmm. outskirts of Chicago, very yellow mm -hmm. teeth. Not right. outskirts, the the country, suburbs, yeah, the, the covers, suburbs. Yeah. And she was Rural. a city girl and she was, I think, went to like fashion and stuff. Aren't they still together? No, they divorced. Uh -huh. Then I'm thinking of a different couple. They stayed together for a while, but they, they never slept together. They oh, never, yes, yes, was yes, it, yes. What was his name? He had like a brother. I don't know, but then he ended up getting on another show or something else. Really? Maybe we're talking about. We are, but they were, they were trying so hard and they were... They were friends. They, they built a little friendship. They yeah. never had sex. Yeah. They, I think they said yes on decision day just so they can keep trying. But they uh, ultimately ended up divorcing yeah. because it wasn't working out. They were very, very different people. But it was the same thing. There was no, nothing nasty, nothing bad necessarily. Just there was no attraction. Yeah, there was friends. no chemistry. Friends. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then we end this episode with a group hang. Group hang, playing volleyball, my least favorite <laughs> sport. Why Why is it your least favorite sport? Because it hurts. Because it hurts? I hate it. It is sand. It hurts. It does hurt a little bit. I hate the, how the ball looks. Yeah. Okay. All right. Take it easy over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a group hang minus Noi who woke up with a headache. Okay. If we believe that. Mm 
But in Noi's place, we have DP and PC who are going to be hiding and watching on hidden cameras. Every move. So, all right. Lindsay and Mark have a little reveal planned where they- A little stripper pants. tear away their pants. Yeah, I feel like if only Mark would tear his pants off at home, Lindsay <laughs> would be happy. <laughs> um, they play a little volleyball, not the best volleyball. Katina sucks real bad, but it's, I feel her. It's not the most athletic bunch. We saw the guys trying to play hockey mm-hmm. a couple episodes mm-hmm. ago. Now we got volleyball. Not the most, not the most athletic bunch, but- yeah. So they, they played a little bit and they, they ended up sitting on those beach chairs, the fake sand. Yeah. And everyone's so, got Gatorade. Lindsay has a beer. I mean, good for her. That's who Lindsay is. Yeah. And someone's asked, I forgot who's like, so how's everyone doing? Yeah. Stealing that, my catch your- line. <laughs> and it goes, the camera goes back to PC and DP watching and let me know if you picked up on this, but PC seems so annoyed. He seems like he doesn't want to be there. He's like, I'm so over these fucking people. Look at yeah. these morons. Well, they don't want to be there. Clearly, they haven't been there at all this season. I know. Yeah. But Lindsay's talking about the relationship and <sighs> and all of a sudden she's like, oh, look, there's a volleyball stuck up there. And PC's like, oh, my God, she always does this. It is bad. It is be bad, Be in the yeah. moment. Like, if you're, we're talking about serious stuff. Mark comes out and says we have some tough days, some arguments. Where, you know, we go for the hurt and Lindsay's like, oh, look, a ball. Mm-hmm. Come on. Like, be invested. If you want this to work, be invested. But then you can see that. And that's really, I don't know if I would pick up on it myself, but she's like reaching out to Mark, trying to like get oh, his, yeah. you know, his arm or something. He's he's not responding. No, nah, he's checked out. And DP and PC picked up on it like big time. They're like, oh my gosh, like he he's... He's not there. Like he, he's not there. And I'm. Sh- I think he's so turned off by her oh, yeah. now. Oh yeah. And again, it's those things like we're having a real conversation, and then you go, "Oh look, a volleyball. Mm-hmm. Like oh, stay look, in- a goat. Oh look, a goat. Oh look, a turtle. What did uh? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, Katina's mom. Yeah. <laughs> she goes like, a, oh, a rabbit. Oh, a, a, a run here. A rabbit. rabbit. <laughs> and she walked away. But to me, that would turn me off too. Be in the moment. Yeah. Like if we were having a conversation. And you all of a sudden were like, oh, look, over here, a uh, butterfly. I'd be like, are you not? I hate butterflies. A- are you not paying attention? <laughs> right? Yes. Are you not in this? Do you not care about what we're talking I about? I mean, if I see a swell dog, I would probably interrupt our conversation, but I think you would appreciate it. Not if it was a serious conversation. If we were having a very serious conversation, like they are attempting to do, and you interrupted it by saying, oh, look, a cute dog. I would be kind of upset. I guess. Okay. Come okay, on. Okay. Come okay. on. I mean, okay. Come on. So. Not even if the dog is like super it Depends cute. how swell the dog is, right? A swell <laughs> dog can trump all, but it depends on the dog. Imagine like a lap puppy. Oh, that could make anything Cha- better. You're right. Chasing so. a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> how fast is this turtle that a puppy can't catch up to it? No, just like playing around. The best thing. Well, there's two great things. There's the dog and duck Instagram. Oh, my gosh. Which our friends need to follow if they're not. I don't know the handle, but. I think it's dog Dog loves ducks or dog. No, ducks make good pets. Ducks make good pets. Yeah, I think so. It's like a Labrador. Yeah, a bunch of labs and a bunch of ducks. And they just hang out together. They like ride each other. They're like best friends. That's great. Probably lovers. Yeah. And then is there another one where there's like. 
animals on turtles or something. What? Animals on turtles? That's not the handle, but I feel like there's a Instagram where there's like a kitten on a turtle or something. I don't I don't know this one. Oh yeah. Ducks make great pets. I love this account. Yeah, so look that up. That'll make your day better. But I haven't posted since March 18th. Oh. I mean, it's not that long ago. Oh, it's been a couple of weeks. So oh, then... Look, uh, look. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Best friends. Okay. So then let's move on to Elijah and Katina. Because Elijah Juan starts off, we're doing very well. Right? He thinks he's, he's so in his like The way he talks, head. he's like... Me and my wife are doing very well. Like it's it's so creepy. You can say, "Yeah, we're doing good." Right, Katina? Like involve her in the conversation. He speaks for her. He speaks yeah. for her. He does because he, he he knows if she opens her mouth, it's going to contradict whatever and you can he says. See Katina's face. She's so uh, she's sad. And I don't use this term lightly, and I don't mean there's physical violence going on, but it's like battered wife. It's like she's just so scared. She's so terrified to say the wrong thing, mm-hmm. to open her mouth. She doesn't want to upset him. So she just stares lifelessly, mm-hmm. stands there, yes. emotionless while he speaks. And next, Elijah once starts talking shit about DP. And he's like, oh boy. Yeah, like she, she said, like, my like she said that I belittle my wife. Uh-huh. My wife is very reserved. But do I belittle her? Absolutely not. Yeah. Dr. Pepper didn't help me. Not at all. 90% a waste. I c- like, it was a waste of my time. I could have met with an expert and talked about something that really would help my marriage. He was like, it was more me catching up DP. Oh, she had boy. no idea what's going on. DP is such a waste. And DP, oh my gosh. DP and PC stand up in the back and are like, let's roll. And they come in. Everyone looks shocked. Elijah Wan is like, fuck. Mm-hmm. And they walk and are like, okay, we need to go over all the couples and underline some advice. And DP goes, what I did with Elijah on that he loved so much is interpret what I was hearing from the people who watch him every day. So basically, I think mm-hmm. she heard from the producers and just interpreted what she heard from the producers. And Elijah on did not agree. Mm-hmm. And... So you get Elijah and Katina talking to the camera and Elijah going, this is our relationship. We can't shape it to make America happy or anyone happy. This is us. Ah. And this is where you see poor Katina just standing there, mm-hmm. deadpan, looking like a hostage victim. So concerning to just see her looking the way she was. Mm-hmm. So sad, so scary. But it gets sadder because Elijah keeps talking as he does all the time. Never stops. And he says, I'm not in love with her, but uh, I'm committed to her. Out of nowhere, he said that. Yeah. No one asked. Of, yeah. No one asked. Do you love her? Yeah. He was just like, not in love with her. Whoa. Okay. And PC goes, do you want to be with anyone else? No. Okay. Then most people are in love before they even know they're in mm-hmm. love. DP's dropping some good knowledge. DP, PC, they, they came prepared. Finally. Yeah. A little too finally. late, but. Yeah. Yeah. And. P goes like PC goes, you don't fall into love. You're growing into mm-hmm. love. And that was wise, I think. And then he moves on. They move on to Mark and Lindsay. And Lindsay brings up how a lot of her anger comes from sadness. And anger can make Mark shut down. So DP wants to remind Lindsay, go to the hurt. Go to the hurt. Don't go to the anger. 
when you feel bad, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to feel hurt. Just don't get angry. And Mark says, I told Lindsay I'm not going anywhere. And Lindsay's like, yeah, he did. He did say that. But his actions say otherwise. Mm-hmm. And Lindsay goes, I know he's a good man, but this man drives me B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Yes. Yeah. That's, oh, that's not where it ended. Sorry. <laughs> we have Katina and Michael. and I mean. Jasmine. Jasmine and Michael or Jasmine is basically saying, you know, um, I'm still missing the deep connection. Like she cares for Mike. Yeah. And she isn't holding back, but she is missing the deep connection. And DP is suggesting to say, when she's talking about like, I don't have the connection. Yeah. DP says, say, I don't have it yet. Yeah. Don't give up on it. Yes. Instead of yet. I don't. So yeah. you, you know. You're being positive. You keep, keep an open mind. Keep an open mind. Yes, yeah. exactly. And it just ends with the experts reminding everyone, you guys wanted this really badly. This wasn't an accident. You're here for a reason. Fight for this. You can have it. Just put in the work. Put in the work. And this is where it ends. Is that a swell dog? It's a very swell dog. It's a swell dog. All right. What an episode. Drama is coming up because we got that couple's retreat. Woo-hoo. Which is it's our always favorite. my favorite. This yeah, yours, favorite. yours too. Yeah, we get drunk. We're together. There might be a wife swap. Who knows? They are drunk. They're together. They might do a wife swap. <laughs> Sorry, I put myself <laughs> in this episode. But whoa. All right. We'll get there soon enough. Until then, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. It's a good time over there. Message us. Check out the memes, the news, the updates. It's all happening at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as the upcoming crazy episode because we need something crazy. Couples Retreat. Couples Retreat. I think that was a movie with like. Really? Yeah, with like uh, Adam Sandler or something. Sounds really? like an Adam Sandler movie. I don't it know. Does. Jennifer yeah. Aniston, probably. Anyways, thank you again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, please do. We love it when you leave a review, if you rate, if you review. It makes our day. So thank you in advance for that. That's it. That's all I've got. I've said it all. Have you said it all? Everything. You've said it all. All right. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Formula One is back. I'm Matt from P1 with Matt and Tommy, the only F1 podcast you need to keep you up to date across the 2023 season. We'll be with you across every single race weekend with instant reaction to the biggest stories as soon as the chequered flag falls. So, if you're a seasoned F1 veteran or you've just started watching Drive to Survive, we've got you covered. Search P1 with Matt and Tommy, hit that subscribe button and start listening now. Acast helps creators launch, grow and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com